Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. This is the picture of the beautiful couple we're about to hear from. Joe and Tawny Walker um, have been with the Fitz Group for, they'll tell you the number, I think it's pretty close to 15 years at this point. Uh, I won't get into telling their story uh, intensely because they're going to tell it, but uh, they came on board and um, Joe was uh, working uh, full-time as a youth minister and and started this as a a side hustle, as a part-time gig, and and over time turned this into a full-time uh, deal uh, in a full-time business. Uh, they have four kids. They live in Kirkland, Washington, which was originally known as the epicenter for the pandemic, uh, just outside of Seattle. And uh, what I can, t- those are those are the the, the 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 stats that they may tell you. Those are the, those are some of the things. But what I know about Joe and Tawny, I, I know them to be people of character. And you know, I I I, uh, I get an opportunity to watch my kids play sports. And one of the things I tell my kids is, character is for a lifetime. You know, the score of the soccer game when you're 14 years old is not going to matter in 30 years. But the character that is developed out of that does matter in 30 years. And um, what I know about Joe and Tony is they are people of character. Um, I love spending time with them. Anybody around them knows they are a ton of fun, but they also know they're incredibly loving people that just accept you where you're at and love on you and encourage you no matter who you are, or even if you're, if you're not in business or you are in business with them, they don't care. I know my wife and, and Tawny uh, gather together uh, fairly regularly and pray for each other's families. Uh, I know they're just solid, good people, and uh, we're always looking for more people like Joe and Tawny. Now, those who know Joe and Tawny know they're beautiful people, and this was on a trip that we were on together in Hawaii um, and, uh, and, and certainly beautiful people. But those who know Joe and Tawny also know they are people who like to have fun. <laughs> this picture was in Florence, Italy. Uh, we were together on that trip as well. We went to this restaurant we were told about and ate a lot, a lot of meat and, uh, and food. And uh, here's Joe about to eat some more. And Tawny, like a lot of wives, looks disapproving. Uh, or maybe she's just upset because he's taking the last bites. I don't know. Uh, but that, that picture, when I saw that picture last night, I said, I got to put that in the slide because that just really exemplifies the fun that this couple is. But uh, without further ado, I want to hand it over to my friends, Joe and Tawny. Joe- <laughs> I remember that spot, that restaurant. We had a blast. Uh, hey, Fitz Group Nation, what's happening? We are Joe and Tawny Walker, and we just want to let you know that the West Coast is Best Coast. We are Joe and, Walk, uh, Joe and Tony Walker here with the Walk Squad. And um, man, we're fired up, man. Every time I see those pictures, Fitz, man, I just start laughing, bro. Thanks for the intro, Fitz. <laughs> that was amazing. We've had a lot of fun over All, the years. Yeah, sure. man. All those pictures make me smile, man. They make us both smile. And, you know, it's just so fun to live life with you guys and do it do all the stuff it's it's awesome um hey we're excited that we get a chance to share our story with the fitz group and uh, and anybody else who's listening 
And then hopefully it will give you guys a little bit of encouragement. If I could entitle this talk anything, it would be from astronaut to agency manager. <laughs> okay. I love it to explain what I mean, man. This is, I'm Joe, this is my wife, Tawny. We've been married 30 years this June. And uh, we've been with the Alliance now for about 30 years. Ooh. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Since we've been married, no. We've been with 15. the Alliance for 15 years. And um, we live in Kirkland, Washington. And um, I don't know what your day is looking like today, but ours is uncommonly awesome outside with the sun shining and everything. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to just take a second and just give shout out to the Fitz group, the entire family of leaders there and everybody here. I just want to let you guys know that you're in the right place at the right time with the right people. I just can't emphasize that enough. Uh, Fitz and Heather, you guys have been rock stars. We love you Always. guys so much. Um, and we've been able to make some incredible friends here with uh, the Almonds and with the Doges and with the Johnsons and with Swales and the McGills and of course, Dan Gillingham, the guy who brought me into the business and so many others that we're just getting to know here in the group. And it's just, it's just awesome. And, and the Yankees and, and hearing from the top five um, every single week and and just receiving that encouragement. Um, I also just want to let you guys know that what we get to do and the system that we get to do it in in the insurance industry is just really unlike no other. And um, it's it's a godsend for, for us. And I just want to let you know a little bit about how that came about. So um, I'm going to go first and then you go first. And you, you, <laughs> yeah, I'll go, this, uh, first. I'll, I'll go second go. first. Okay, okay. you'll go second first. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have a, a tragic black kid story. I don't have, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a boys in the hood story, man. Uh, just straight up. Uh, both my parents were married for a long time and both of them went to college and graduated. In fact, both of them were, were teachers. They came out to be teachers. My mother was a junior high English teacher and she was my teacher. So that was pretty rough. And, um, and then my dad was a, a high school principal and assistant principal at different times in South Central Los Angeles. So you can imagine that I couldn't get away with Jack. <laughs> I tried to get in trouble, man. But every time I tried to, man, it was just, it was not happening. And my parents drilled into me that you're going to college. I mean, it was not an option. I was, I was two of uh, four kids. So I was a second of four kids. You were that's what, two. That's what kids. I meant. Yeah, second of four kids. The second of four kids. And um, all of us kind of had the same treatment, man. Nobody could get away with anything, anything crazy, you know? We, and we all tried. But our parents were really great and uh, really pushed us towards um, excellence and moving forward, working hard. And they, they taught us to work hard from the, the get. And um, in fact, it was rough. I'm really kind of self-conscious about my accent because it doesn't sound like really anything. You know, I don't sound like your typical African-American guy, I guess, but I'm going to blame that on my parents. Because, valley dude. Yeah, I'm a valley <laughs> dude, man. Like, my, I'm going to blame it on all my siblings sound the same way, you know, very cool. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to decide that's really cool. Um, and so my, since my parents drilled into me that I needed to go do something really awesome, I wanted to be an astronaut. What else would I want to be, right? So that's kind of how I started my journey in, 
in my college. And I said, I figured the best thing for me to do is go and uh, be an engineer. That's kind of what my journey was. So starting there with my education, I went and I was able to work on some great projects with the space shuttle and with some pump manufacturing companies. And I got a lot of different great opportunities coming up when I was young. Um, and when I got out of school, I got my gra I graduated uh, with an ME. I met my lovely and I got with my mechanical engineering degree and there was just nothing going on there, you know, but what, as far as hiring goes. And I had to make some major changes. Now, what was crazy is that I figured out that I was willing to do just about anything because of the way I was raised. My dad was from Texas and my mom was from Arkansas. And so somewhere along my childhood, my mom got a crazy idea that she was gonna buy a horse ranch in Los Angeles. So I got this really unlikely upbringing where I'm this black kid from Los Angeles growing up on a horse ranch. So I'm, my, I'm a suburban cowboy. And I, I really do know how to ride. I really do know how to rope. I did rodeo, I did all that stuff. It was pretty awesome. But one of the things that I really learned how to do really well was shovel horse manure. <laughs> I was good at it, baby. Let me just tell you, A++. And I used to just shovel horse manure by, by the dumpster load, like nonstop. That's what I remember about my childhood. And I was really motivated to get my engineering degree because my dad came to me and had the conversation and said, son, one day, all of this will be yours. And I'm looking at five acres of horse poo poo. And I'm like, yeah, no, nah, man, I'm getting out of this thing. So I wanted to do something awesome with my life. I wanted to be somebody. I wanted to be, I wanted to have means. I wanted to be rich. I wanted to have a great family. Um, the, all that was in me. But when I got out of school, um, the air kind of got let out of the balloon because that promise of a great career, that, it just wasn't a promise. It was more like a suggestion, like the suggestion box that you put in the suggestion and then it just falls into like a fire pit. That's what my resume was like, right? I, I couldn't get anything in engineering because of, there was a big layoff. I'd never knew about reduction of force. And so it really changed me up. I was at the spot where I was willing to do anything, including working for the family business. So I, I went to Montana and worked in the family business for about four years in, in Montana. And I'm gonna tell you, that was a big challenge for me because coming from where I was, um, I, I was really the only chip on that cookie, if you know what I mean. You know, that was a big challenge for me. And um, we stayed there for four years and- um, That's I, my family. That's the her family, family her family, her family, family business. business. Her, her parents were, they're amazing people. They own a construction business in Montana. Um, her, uh, her brother does own a construction business in Montana. And we worked for him for four years. We built a home there. You know, we started our family there, but God wasn't finished with us yet. We, we fell in love with youth ministry. And so we actually moved to Seattle. And we started here in youth ministry 20 plus years ago, fell in love with that. But just like a lot of things, you know, during 07, 08, the bottom fell out of that. And we were really looking for something different to do. And so as I was working in the job that I loved in order to sustain myself, I had to work a lot of other dirty jobs. And that's, I felt like I was right back on that horse ranch, shoveling manure, man. I was working you know, I was in crawl spaces and houses on my back. I was, uh, you know, digging holes in the rain. And, you know, none of that stuff was foreign to me because I've done all that stuff before. But here I feel like I was a full grown man and I got a family to raise. Uh, 
and protect and provide for. And I just wasn't doing it. And, um, and, uh, and in true Joey forum, I just decided I would go do something different. And um, I took on insurance part-time. And that was, that was awesome because it made me a little bit extra money. Now in the very beginning, I wanna encourage you guys. I wasn't a fantastic producer. I think my first year I made about $9,000, that's it. And um, I was really trying to make more and I figured I could make more. My first year or two, I think I met Fitz and he was a real encouragement to me. And then uh, I met Mike Allman as well. Another massive encouragement to me and became one of my best friends in the best business. And I just kept working and working. My wife was looking at me the whole time and I'm gonna give it over to you in a second, but my wife was looking at me the whole entire, whole entire time going, what are you doing? You know, why, why are you working so hard trying to, um, trying to do this thing? Why don't you just go, let's quit this job in ministry and go do, go get a regular job. And I'm like, I can't because every time I went to a convention, every time I went to a large group meeting or Fitz came into town, I got encouraged and I kept seeing what I could do and what I could have. I think that was 06 that we started with the Alliance. And um, by the time it was 2010, I decided I was gonna leave my full-time job in youth ministry, which I absolutely loved. I did 13 years vocationally there. And then I went into, I left that and went into the Alliance and with the Fitz group full-time. And I didn't look back. My first full-time year, um, I made over a hundred thousand dollars and then we won a trip to earned a trip to Fiji and my wife was just, she was not a believer at all until we got on that plane to Fiji. And then she was like, so what are we doing again? <laughs> and since then we've been able to continue to, we made the most money that we've ever made this last year. Um, and it just keeps on skyrocketing. We've been able to work with amazing people. Our team is growing. Um, we've been able to travel to more than, I think, eight places, like oh, worldwide, uh, with the travel incentives that we've gotten, we've gotten bonus money. We're coming back from some of the conventions with like stacks of cash. I mean, one, one trip we came back with so much money, we were walking around just like Tony was clutching <laughs> a bag of money like this, trying to wondering if we were going to get through airplane security. Like that is crazy. This cash money, this is nuts. But we we just we love this business um, and we love the opportunity that we have to continue to grow. And I, I don't think I'll be shoveling horse manure for money anymore. Maybe for a hobby. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe I'll buy a horse one day, but I kind of got PTSD from horses. I don't know if I really want to do that at all. But, you know, my wife was was a stubborn believer. And I remember um, one thing that I had to do, and it reminded me of my youth ministry days when you're trying to talk to somebody about the gospel really what you need is proof and evidence so that somebody can have a good understanding of what's going on with that and for me i just knew that i i had everything to prove i had everything to prove to myself number one but i had a lot to prove to my wife and she was a hard sell i'm going to tell you right now so i'm going to turn it over to you babe i gotta be like hard sell you are tough <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, I'm totally fired up to be here. Thanks Joey for the, for the lovely intro. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's true. Um, I'm from Montana and uh, I grew up there, born and raised there. And I'm the youngest of seven. My family's Norwegian. In fact, I'm second generation 
um, Norwegian. And so Joey always laughs that he got married into the Norwegian mafia because there's a lot of us. I have 26 uh, nieces and nephews and um, like even more great nieces and nephews right now. Uh, I did get my degree in industrial engineering. That's where Joey and I met at, in, at school in California. I did bust out of Montana. I wanted to go somewhere where my hair wouldn't freeze when I walked to class. <laughs> so <clears throat> I flew into Fresno, California, which is pretty much gets as hot as hell. I think it's really bad. Um, but we uh, met and we got married and... Um, and then we had kids and then I threw in my industrial engineering degree for a domestic engineering uh, and I stayed home with our kids. And that's kind of where we were at. Like Joe said, we were doing youth ministry. We love it and we loved and we felt like that's where we were supposed to be. Um, but, you know, you go 10 years, you don't ever raise and you're having a hard time buying groceries. Joey, Joey always joke about yeah I just can't pray myself into groceries every single week so um you know we had to do something a little bit different I will say that I was definitely um an un well I was kind of an indifferent observer at first about this business I didn't really care how we made extra money I just knew we had kids and we had bills and we needed to eat and so I did not care like just show me the money go work um but it was, it was a little bit different for me because then pretty soon it was like, what, we got to spend money to make money? What? You got to buy leads? And that just wasn't exactly in my vision. Um, and one thing I will say as a spouse, as an unwilling spouse, and maybe some of you have spouses out there, you know, one thing that I will tell you is that your spouse is watching you. She's watching you or he's watching you. And the biggest thing you can do is work. Like if I walk in and I'm expecting Joey to be working and he's like on Instagram or Facebook in or, or video and like, I'm like, what the heck? Like you're supposed to be working. So don't, don't trip. Like your spouse is watching you. So if you say you're working, I would encourage you to work. That's the biggest thing. Second thing is make some money. Because your spouse wants to know that you that this business actually works. Yes, if you have to invest five hundred to make or one hundred to make five hundred, that's that's not a bad return. So if you just can keep doing that consistently, that says a lot. Um, and then make the trips. That is true. Um, it has definitely been a journey for me. That first trip, like all expense paid to Fiji. And that's where we got to meet, like we got to hang out, not just meet Fitz and Heather, which we had met them before, but we got to hang out. We got to hang out with Almonds. Our room is, was right next door to Mike and Michelle's. I didn't really know them awesome. at all. It was super fun, <laughs> right? Like 20 feet from the, from the beach front or from the ocean. It was amazing. Um, <clears throat> the, it's just, it's a great business here. One thing I will say is I, I definitely have gone from indifferent to unwilling um, to then a participant like, oh, I can help. I can help us get paid better. I can help, you know, make sure your your applications are right. And then we get paid quicker. I could do that. Um, and then when our youngest, uh, Dante, he went to school, I really did look at going back to uh, the workforce. But you know what? There is nowhere 
that's flexible, like working for yourself. And I, I'm just too selfish and I'm too used to being at home. And I'm like, bump that. I will just help our business. And so I really went from an observer to an, a participant, kind of like a willing participant. Right. And then, and because of the flexibility, then it became a job for me. Like I am just going to help, I'm going to help our bottom line. Um, but really about three years ago, I decided that this is my business too, that I am an owner in this business as well. And, and that's changed a lot for, for us, for our business, for our bottom line. I love, love, love our team. There's no better team out there. Love hanging out with you guys, walk squad and, um, you know, getting to just see people make money and grow in this business and not give up because it, it can get frustrating at the beginning. But if you can just make it through all the little bumps, there's a lot of like bumps and ups and downs. But as you just go, you know, pretty soon you hit that learning curve and you're really you're really starting to grow. That is exciting as people just push through. <clears throat> and that's what I've fallen in love with more than anything is helping our team and um and so really last year we made agency manager. We're not like the, we're, we're more like the, um, what is it? The, the bamboo story, right? Fits like nothing happens for a long time. And then all of a sudden the bamboo grows and it's not going anywhere. That's kind of us. We're, we're not a, a quick success story, but uh, Joe has said before his superpower is not quitting. And he really, he just doesn't quit. He's just not going to quit. And he figured it out. And um, I kind of got dragged behind, but as soon as I figured out I could actually help this instead of dragging my feet, then um, it's, it's become an incredible place to be in an incredible business. And really last year when we hit agency manager, I was like, this is amazing. We are fired up. We're like official legal agency managers. <laughs> And you know what's even better than that is looking in the future and really for the first time seeing like people talk about partner, but I can actually see it. Like I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I, I can see, I mean, Fitz and Heather are just going through that process and the Allemans are, are in that they're going to be there very shortly. And it's just something I can see, like, this is a legitimate business and we could go partner and we are going to go partner and it's something that I can believe in and just know like I love the the spring summit we've talked about this a couple of times but really you are five people away from a different life a different life and and that's what's changed the most for us is the people that we've hung out with we don't do a lot around here. I mean we hang out with well I shouldn't say that we do have a lot of people over but um yeah. And we have a lot of fun here, but the people that we, we hang out with the most, the people who influence our life the most, I would say are people um, in the FITS group. And um, that's who we're doing life with, probably more so even than our community here because mm -hmm. it changes our mindset. It's changed our mindset more than anything. I love our kids. That's been my priority as far as being home. It's changed our kids' life, just being around, um, all of the amazing leaders here, they've influenced my kids to be better people, to be better leaders, to influence our community. It's amazing. Um, and, and you know, 
Uh, I would say like get to SummerSlam. That's changed our lives the most is the, uh, for me, it was the trips, but it was also the conferences and just getting around people that um, the people here are great. They're normal people who know how to work and they're so willing to share with you how they've had success and how you can have success too. And they'll believe in you until you believe in yourself. And I think that's what Fitz and Heather, like they've believed in us. You know, they've encouraged us. Mm -hmm. They've prayed for us. They have um, come and seen us and invested into our business. And uh, more than anything, that's, we want to pay that forward and just, um, you know, hopefully help, help our team just hit the goals that they want to hit. And uh, so get to SummerSlam. If you can get to SummerSlam, it will change your life. It really will. It seems weird that you're five people away from a different life, but you really are. And uh, we are excited that we get to be a part of the Fitz, Fitz group, Fitz Nation, Fitz World. Like uh, we're so fired up and we're excited we to go. And uh, boom. <laughs> And, and really, you guys, the, um, we just want to encourage you to stick with it. You know, this is not a, um, it's just, it's a climb, right? It's, it's, you know, exercise your power of not quitting, you know, be stubborn. If you're going to be stubborn about anything, be stubborn about and, and tenacious about you approaching this opportunity with focus and with clarity, with, with the people around you that you really do need. Um, and you need this team. And they, they want you and they want you to be here. They want you to succeed. And uh, we want you to succeed too, you know, and you can with this. You were definitely at the right place at the right time. Absolutely. With the right people. And, um, you know, we're just encouraged to keep on walking with you guys and, and keep serving the team. And, and keep, keep having fun. And keep having fun. <laughs> we can't wait to see you guys in a couple of weeks. And, um, and then also, like we always say, on the beaches of the world somewhere. Oh, and you know what? Alaska's coming up, and that's our hometown. So, well, um, Seattle. Yeah, well, they, the port is our hometown. So, they're leaving from here. So, come visit us because we're going to pre funk. You're gonna, you know, we're going to get go on down. that trip. So, anyway, you guys, hey, God bless you guys. We love you so much. And um, thanks for the time. <laughs>